Enough with embrace debate. Pointless yelling at each other on ESPN and Fox. Yet very little actual content. It's time for a change. A voice from the fan. For the fan. The most compelling topics in sports. All covered here. This is Corbett's Corner. Alright, welcome in. Special edition Corbett's Corner on a Saturday. I've been telling you all week. Um, one in Matthew Ice, Matt Cruzen's opinion here on the games. Chicago Bears, obviously, one of the big ones. Uh, not exactly the big one, but in terms of our fan base, certainly. Uh, so we'll get to that. But first off, just running through them, rat-a-tat-tat. Uh, I picked Buffalo. I like them for the AFC championship game. Matt, you've been obviously on them since your AFC East uh, division winner futures win. Um, I'm a little bit worried about them because this line opened up as minus seven. Josh Allen's been here a few times now, uh, but he's still as erratic as he has been. Like this is the year that he's proved in the regular season, but the playoffs worry me. Not unlike Lamar Jackson, uh, Colts are a good team. So that's why the number of seven going down to six and a half and then the Colts money line going down as well without the public support, that worries me, but I still lean Buffalo going on, uh, moving on to the next round. Is it just the number being too large or do you think the Colts have a real shot at winning this? No, I think Buffalo wins. I think Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen in particular continues to get, uh, undervalued and not uh not respected gets disrespected he's like uh the most profitable quarterback against the spread since 2018 more than patrick mahomes more than anybody brady breeze anyone i heard it earlier today uh it's hitting he's hitting like a 65 percent clip um i think they cover tomorrow or today i think they actually no, I won't say that they're not going to blow them out, but they might roll. I don't know. I mean, you saw what they did to a pretty good Miami team and a pretty good Miami defense last week. Yeah. And uh, that's just been the theme for the past month more. Um, Stefan Diggs trade. You, uh, I say Dude. this a lot. You love when trades work out for both teams. That's good business. That's what makes you make more deals in the future the trade was exactly what both teams needed. Diggs wanted to be the focal point of an offense. Good for him. He is the focal point. He led the NFL interception. Um, When he left here, some bitter Minnesotans, not anyone I know, just like random ones, were like, well, have fun catching passes from Josh Allen. Okay. I mean, yeah, Kirk is better than – Kirk is better than what people give him credit for probably also. I mean, at least, but still, Josh Allen, legit. Um, but then Justin Jefferson, obviously, you know what he did this year, breaking every rookie receiver record. So good for that trade, both of those teams. Um, yeah, I think we see Phil look a little bit old today. Um, they do have a good defense. See, I mean, their way to stay in this game is they run the ball, they control the ball. Jonathan Taylor's been on a tear for the last month. And the okay. Colts had a very good Colts had a very good defense the first half of the season, but not as much as so late. So yeah, that's that's kind of their way to keep it and keep it close. Yeah, everyone was talking about James Robinson and Jonathan Taylor sneaks over a thousand yards. Um, that'll be interesting. Uh, Seattle, Los Angeles, the Rams. We're gonna get a look at the divisional battle. 
I'm seeing this line open up at four and a half. It is down to three. I like Seattle because they've been here. Obviously, Russell Wilson is Super Bowl champ. Uh, Pete Carroll, Super Bowl champ. And they just lost to the Packers last year in what the uh, second to the round before the conference championship. Uh, the line scares me because the Rams obviously two years away from a Super Bowl runner up. Uh, the defense still plays best in the NFC. Goff, is he coming back? If he is, how good is he going to be? How effective is he going to be? I'm sticking with Seattle, but I'm worried about the number. I think this could be a field goal game down to the number, maybe two one-point win for Seattle, if not the Rams win. Uh, how do you see this one? I think Russell Wilson gets the experience here, and I'm a little bit worried about Goff's health. Yeah, this one is uh, this is a kind of a crapshoot. No, Seattle's a better team, plain and simple. Um, can't overthink it. It could definitely be a field goal game, but I do think they win. At the same time, uh, the Rams' defense has been spectacular, top five unit in the league. They hired an old Bears coordinator to be their defensive uh, position coach to be their defensive coordinator he's been a great addition you know what Aaron, Aaron Donald does and he is the type of player who can completely impact a game yeah. um, if he continues to be in John Walford or Jared Goff's face or no fucking Russell Wilson's face I'm ripped um, but yes <laughs> I think Goff is not going to play that's what it looks like so Walford against Pete Carroll in January, I'm going to take my chances with Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson. Uh, I wanted to make note of this. So Tampa Bay was one of the more public bets for futures once the lines opened up, once Brady went. Yeah, so so sports books are a little worried about Tampa Bay. They're the five seed going to the nation's capital, right? So the Washington football team, uh, they're eight-point favorites. Looks like public money, sharp money's on them. I think they're going to roll. I have the Packers beating them potentially. I know some other people have their brackets going a different way, but I think it's going to be a 1-5 matchup. Uh, but I think they get it done here. Uh, the football team, you're going to hear, I mean, Mike Greenberg's been telling you they're going to win the Super Bowl next year. This defense plays, but I think they're a quarterback away. Um, how do you see the 4-5 matchup, which both are having the road team as favored? Yeah, so the the nugget on that one is um, teams who have made the playoffs under 500 or worse, 500 or worse since like 2004 are 7-0 against the number. So keep that in mind. Good. So you have the Washington and the Bears on Sunday, okay. um, both teams. So trend tells you to take them. As for the game, I don't know. I would <clears> – <throat> I see here I'm torn on it. It tells me, I mean, I'm fuck. I've said I'm torn on all three games. No shit. It's, so it, it's good all, matchups. It's good matchups. Yeah, and that's what you want. Um, it's going to be cold. Brady doesn't like the cold. And as bad as like Washington looked last week, they literally needed Philly to hand them the game. I mean, like they were doing everything they could to lose the game themselves when right. they took out Hurts is when it, you know, was in hand a little bit safer. They were horrific. I mean, on offense, defense is very good. That's the thing. And their defense can, they can win this game. Tom has looked very bad at times. He had a complete dud against the Saints. He was not good against the Bears. He's had other moments where he has just not looked good, period. Specifically, the last playoff game that we all watched him play, which was in New England, it could happen again. I wouldn't be surprised. But I, 
you know, you, ex you lean him and you expect him to show up because he's done it more often than not for 20 years. But right. yeah, I mean, Washington is constructed defensively, the big D linemen, two elite defensive ends, Chase Young, Montez Sweat. They yeah. can really disrupt a game plan. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they should all be good games. So those are the three games for Saturday. That's going to be exciting. Let's get to uh, three games for Sunday. We talked about the second uh, five seed that's a favorite on the road, but you also mentioned the uh, bigger spread. So let's get to the Bears, your neck of the woods. Um, number has gone down from 10.5 to 10. I think this is a crapshoot because I'm biased on the Saints. Maybe you're a little biased on the Bears. Maybe not. I think a number this high in the playoffs is asinine. So I like the number a little bit. 10 might be screaming for a push. I don't like the Saints whatsoever, but of course the narrative is they've had the heartbreak the last couple of years. Last year was the Vikings. Um, you've got the pass interference that wasn't a pass inter interference, you name it. Uh, Case Keenum, when he was with the Vikings, the Minneapolis miracle. Uh, so the Saints are looking like one of the better teams in the NFC. It's them and the Packers. I'm biased against them. I don't like them. I like the Bears on the number, but I think the Saints are going to get this done. But could this be crazy? Is this the road team win that we see the Saints go down again in fantastic fashion? I hope so. Um Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of similar. <laughs> it's kind of similar to when Minnesota went there last year. They were getting seven in that game, I believe. So yeah. um, Bears getting even uh, more disrespect, rightfully so. They're not a good team. Um, are they a good enough team, though, to go in there and steal one? Probably not. I don't know if Roquan Smith is going to play or Darnold. Let me see here. I'm trying to get injury updates. But – Trey Hendrickson is not playing for New Orleans, and he is second in the NFL in sacks. That's a huge, a huge loss to their defense. Um, they've been a very good uh, all-around defense, no doubt, but he's still a big loss. It's looking like Roquan Smith will be a game-time decision. Same for um, – but he hasn't practiced really all week. He's listed as questionable, as is Darnell Mooney, as is Jalen Johnson. It's three starters. Mooney was just – playing his ass off against Green Bay. He had 12 yeah. catches for almost 100 yards and was just getting the shit beat out of him basically every time he caught the ball. Um, he's a tough son of a bitch. I really like him. So that's a huge loss to the Bears offense. Some people see this as a shootout. We'll see. I think the Saints will score. Uh, whether the Bears can, we'll see. I mean, could it be like a Christmas Day kind of where the Saints literally did whatever they want? Kamara goes all over the field for six touchdowns, and it's 50. I mean, that game was in the 80s. Could this – I mean, I think it goes over 47 if I had to lean on this side on the total. And you got to like that the pressure is definitely on New Orleans, right? You guys kind of sneak in there a year where your head coach is being questioned every turn. You don't have a quarterback, so to speak. So certainly huge number. Why not? It's like the Philadelphia Eagles when they wore the, uh, you know, underdog mask all the way to a Super Bowl title. Um, I will okay. say this, though, I mean, Nagy saved his job getting into the playoffs, I would think. Um, but at the same time, if it's horrific and you – you need to get rid of the GM because he cannot Ryan pace. He cannot be trusted to draft another quarterback and he shouldn't be trading for a quarterback either. Yeah. All, well, I would love Watson too. pace. Can't make that decision. Um, do you fire the GM and keep the coach? Do you, I mean, fire a coach after making the playoffs, albeit with the extra spot. 
Mitch Trubisky, is this his last game in a Bears uniform? Does he show good enough? Like I said, I would be okay with a one, two-year deal max um, to bring him back as you bridge to someone else. But again, uh, the people in charge right now are likely and likely should not be in charge of getting the next quarterback. So that'll be interesting. And we've talked about the narrative, how everyone wants their guy, right? Uh, GM wants their head coach, head coach wants their quarterback, et cetera. So there's always a disconnect and you kind of want, um, it's going to be interesting off season, just in general, just to see where certain chess pieces land and uh, how certain things play out. Um, let's get to that five, four matchup, Tennessee, Baltimore rematch of last year. I notoriously picked Tennessee as the underdog upset over Baltimore. So Lamar Jackson, O and two in the playoffs, right? It was when he spent an entire televised half, not completing a pass. Uh, that was when he was a rookie took over for Joe Flacco. And then last year, Tennessee just ran Derrick Henry down their throat. Tennessee is not changing that game plan. They're doing that. I mean, Derrick Henry, 2000 yards rushing. Is Lamar Jackson going to get over that hump? I said he was. I'm going to stick with it. Three and a half scares me. I think this might be down to three. Uh, is Tennessee going to do it again? Five, four, or both five seats going to go on? That's how I see it. But again, I could uh, completely be wrong on every single game. Yeah, that's uh, that's a question. Does he finally get over the hump? I kind of lean he does as well. You have... Um, Ryan Tannehill has played at an extremely incredible close to elite level. No, he's been, he's been elite quietly. Like it's been incredible. His numbers to Tennessee, but again, it's with uh, a running game that's unheard of lately. Like, yeah. I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Rogers, but then you got uh, Josh Allen. You got Ryan Tannehill, Watson, Watson, Russell Wilson. I mean, those are the guys, top five, six, seven guys. And there's so many uh, good guys. Yeah, exactly. And, and and another one, AJ Brown. He is absolutely elite on the outside. Just, I mean, a fantasy monster ever since he came to the league. You wonder how that offense at Ole Miss with him and DK Metcalf didn't score a million points. But yeah. who knows what was going on? Wide receiver, there. you, Elijah Moore now, too. Apparently. So, um, but that's the thing that same team struggled to score against green bay which i gotta point out on the one of the pods earlier this week i think you went solo you were like green bay's got a horrible defense that's not the case there's like a middle of the pack defense um obviously i mean they're not top 10 but they're right in that like 12 to 15 range and that's why i do think the packers can do some damage because you know what you have in rogers anyway getting off topic um but yes baltimore I kind of, I mean, they've been rolling. They're the hotter than Buffalo. Buffalo is the hot, second hottest team. I keep, you know, we keep talking about how good Buffalo has been. Baltimore has been playing better. They've been blowing everyone out. Nothing is stopping them. They finally, too late for my liking as a fantasy owner, finally have given J.K. Dobbins the keys to the car. And uh, yeah. I mean, Mark Ingram was a healthy scratch a couple of weeks ago. So offense is rolling. Lamar, he had the shits game. Does he have another game to save his playoff legacy three years in? We'll see. Um, I I could see Baltimore blowing him out here. We'll see. Um, in my defense on the Packers, they got Jair Alexander, Zadarius Smith. Like I said, they got the Smith partners on defense, but um, it's the NFC Kenny North Clark. against them too. Yeah, true. Kenny Clark. Um, that's again, that's according to football power index. So I'm kind of just their safeties are playing really well too. Adrian Amos. Is that Amos? Yeah. I was going to say the bears product too. 
Okay, last one, the COVID game, Pittsburgh-Cleveland. This number is already showing you where this is going. This was also a Week 17 rematch. Everyone, their mother's <laughs> been telling me Steelers. My conscience has been telling me Steelers. Do we just hold our nose and plug it? Because that's what my that's what my instinct's telling me. No. What? Um, okay, so what – is it are there really like a bunch of players out? It's really not players. It's like it's Stefanski. Stefanski. Another one. Do we really think Stefanski is not gonna have his blueprint all over this game? Like he's not gonna be on the sideline. Do we not think he's gonna be talking to Baker Mayfield phone. in between yeah. on the sideline? Do we not think he's gonna be in the play caller's ear? Like, come sure. on. He's made this game plan all week. Yes, he's not physically there. But, hey, I think that gives him a little, hey, let's do this for Stefanski. This is his first playoff, his first season as a head coach. That's just – I mean, you feel for the guy. You you go to Cleveland of all fucking places and get them to the playoffs after what they've done. It's and been incredible. Miss it. I'm not saying they're a Cinderella story and they're going to win, but plus six, these teams are too evenly matched. It's also a reaction to the fact that Cleveland only snuck out of there with a win last week against a lot of non-starters for Pittsburgh, mainly Ben Roethlisberger. But hold the phone here. Ben Roethlisberger has not looked good for a month and change. I mean, that offense has not done anything special. Cleveland, nothing great on defense themselves, but Miles Garrett could make some noise. Um, You could get a fluke play here or there, Ben – could do something fucking stupid. Deontay Johnson leads the NFL and drops. He could gift an interception on. And Ebron. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, crazier things have happened. If they execute their game plan to perfection, they run, they run, they run, chub, hunt, and then they set the play action. Baker has played well, very well at times, not all the time. Without Odell, especially. Yeah. Um, not turning I mean, it over. Jarvis Landry, Landry's a very tough guy to cover. Pittsburgh, good defense, but, I mean, they can give up. Get out of here 24-21 either way. I mean, I can see the Browns winning a game like that. So, um, enough of this. They don't have their coach. They don't have their play caller. Uh, save it. He's going to have his hands all over this game. I think the Browns keep it close. Third time these teams play. Um, so, that will do it for our playoff preview. I've got Bills, Chiefs, and I've got Packers, Seahawks. Uh, preseason, I guess I had Seahawks chiefs. Uh, I guess I'll stick with that. I like the Packers too. Rogers going to be MVP. What are you looking for in terms of conference championships? Yeah, I don't, um, I was looking at futures, but nothing like right before, just to get a little more skin in the game playoff futures. Nothing stood out to me though. Um, Packers will win next week. They're not going to lose in their first game. The bye week's crazy um, and for geez, only one team getting them this year. Yeah. Um, I guess, so what are the possible matchups? It would be Chiefs again. Is it 4-5 for sure playing the one seed? Or did they reseed like where? You know, no, they reseed it. Yeah, they reseed it based on, uh, say, if uh, six seed wins. Okay. Um, yeah, no. It, Tampa Don't Bay play. against Green Bay is what worries me. You know, if it uh, is that one five, and then you get the Seahawks against uh, the two seed in the NFC. Um, it, I mean, it, it's a great playoffs. I don't know if the seven, like, are we going to see a seven two upset? Is the final seven team? I mean, you're probably hoping it right for the Bears, but is the extra team in the NFL going to really make a difference this year? No, not necessarily those extra teams, but I will say that. Um, uh, you know, aside from the Chiefs and then, like, lately the Bills and Baltimore, this has been, like, the most level. Com- 
yeah. playing field across the board. We've been saying it all year. The NFC is wide open. I mean, as good as the Packers looked at times, they got routed by uh, Tampa Bay. They are capable of losing to a Minnesota Vikings team. They're not invincible by any means. You do you expect Rodgers to show up in October or in the playoffs, but this is the same franchise that has won one Super Bowl under his tutelage, I believe. And he's yes. been at the Helms for 15 years. They've won two Super Bowls in the last 20 plus, and they have two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So obviously a lot more goes into it. And that's not on Rodgers, but it's not like they have an elite defense. It's not like anything's changed. It's the same Packers. I mean, it's the same identity. They always are. Chiefs, they're the ones that you just you don't expect them to lose, but you know, maybe something funky happens next week and they maybe they don't have to run into Buffalo, maybe they don't run into Baltimore, maybe you know, crazier shit's happened. So I know it's gonna be exciting. And I do love the factor of three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday to get us started. We'll keep you posted throughout the weekend, especially on Sunday for the Bears against the Saints, the biggest underdog matchup of the weekend. He's Matt Cruz, and I'm Dylan Corbett. Hope you enjoy your weekend. This is Corbett's Corner, a special edition on a Saturday. Enjoy the NFL playoffs.